What's going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, me and Pat are going to be breaking down the latest going on with all the NBA free agency madness, how it affects the Chicago Bulls. We'll also be getting into who should the Chicago Bulls possibly stay away from? Or is there some fool's gold out there on the free agent market? We'll get into all that and more in today's. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls. Locked On Bulls, a member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Bulls is partnering with Arcade One Up to give away three free NBA Jam Shack machines. That's right, three. These are the guys known for making incredible retro th- three-quarter scale at-home arcade games like Pac-Man, Golden Tree, and many more. Enter to win at Arcade One Up slash Locked On. That's ArcadeOneUp.com slash Locked On for your chance to win one of these machines. That's Pat, the designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bull Central. And Pat, free agency still doesn't start for another 24 hours, but we're exactly 24 <laughs> hours from the start of free agency. And it's been crazy, bro. First off, before we get into anything else, we'll talk about how things affect the Chicago Bulls. But DeJounte Murray, how this how the start imagine being DeJounte Murray, how the start of free agency, your team's rumored to possibly bring in your friend and Zach Levine. And now you wind up traded to the Atlanta Hawks for three first round picks and some fillers. There was nothing really on top of that. But like, what do you make of it, Pat? What do you what, what do you make of it, brother? Um, it's an interesting move. Um, it definitely puts Atlanta right back in. It could take John Collins off the market for the Bulls as much as they've talked about being in it on John yeah. Collins. Um, I, I think that it's a it's a difference maker. For the Atlanta Hawks, I want to see how it's going to work, right? Do they make Trey Young the two? Is DeJounte Murray now your two? That's kind of going to be the interesting thing uh, to see how that's going to work together. Very small backcourt. Um, DeJounte Murray more weight-wise than height-wise, but still, you know, very small backcourt. But a backcourt that definitely can do some damage for you. Um, It's it's. I kind of like, is Pop just saying it's over? Like he's just calling it a career. Is that? I it? thought I that, thought Pop was going to try like to take that? a victory lap. I thought Pop was going to try to take a young, scrappy team to like the second round of the playoffs and be like, "Listen, whoever takes on after me, I didn't left you a nice, a nice platform to run off of." But they're going in for the first time, Pat, in either one of our lifetimes. The San Antonio Spurs are going into an actual rebuild, bro. Like, yeah. is, I don't even say that to like age shame or anything, but bro, I'm 35 years old, bro. The Spurs have never been into a full rebuild in my lifetime. Because they went from they went from uh, David Robinson to Tim Duncan, from Tim Duncan to Kawhi. Now, when they did trade Kawhi, they got in DeMar, but they still were able to build a nice, scrappy team. They didn't, they didn't start tanking. They didn't go into full rebuild. This signals the first time in a, over a generation that the Spurs are an actual rebuilding team. That's crazy. And it, it's, it's a... It's not even to me off to a great start. Like you didn't mm-hmm. to me, I feel like you still kind of undersold DeJounte Murray, right? Like apparently this new thing is in the NBA where like first round picks don't mean anything and it doesn't work out. And again, I've been on record saying I don't believe that the process works. Um, I think it gets you okay. It doesn't get you great. It takes a lot 
to find that superstar caliber player. And I just I, I don't know if San Antonio is going to be that bad. I will say just to kind of make this a a Bulls idea, right? We've talked about a lot of different big men that could be out there. Does this open up the market for some of those guys that are on San Antonio currently? If you're moving on from DeJounte Murray, you're probably cleaning house. You could be talking about Devin Vassell maybe being there. Mm. But could this open up the possibility for a Jakob Podol on uh, on a trade block as well, who was somebody that the Bulls were interested in beforehand? And Coach, now put could me be... in. Hey, you Hold know what I'm saying? Coach, put me in. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, hey, the get Spurs. The Spurs. They're going into a full rebuild. Why not take a, a scrappy 6'5 shooting guard named Kobe White and let him shoot for you all day and see if Coach can get if, if Coach Pop can get him be consistent in this last season in the NBA? Let us get Purcell. Let us get Pirtle. We don't even need no picks back. Take him back. Let us get one of those guys. We'll figure the rest out. Hey, yeah, that was another guy. I see, I see Muzz in the comments. Dougie McBuckets could be somebody on there, although Hayes hit me with the uh, with the capology on that and what it would take <laughs> for that to work. I'll let him explain that because, like, I they made my head spin. I'm not a capologist by any means. I'll I, get into I, it. I, 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 I drop uh, uh, gems and be like, could this work? <laughs> let AK figure out the money on that. But I okay. mean, bas basically to bring back one of those guys or to do a mm -hmm. sign and trade, which would it, it would take probably to get Probably to get both both Potal or Doug McDermott, I think you would have to do some kind of sign and trade with DJJ and Kobe getting moved. Uh, so, what would the Bulls have to? Uh, what would the Bulls have to do, or what would have to be in place on the cap side? All right, so Doug McBucket's contract is thirteen million. Kobe White's contract is a little over seven million. That leaves you about six and a half million. You still need to fill. Now we do have a trade exception of five million dollars. That still doesn't get you there, right? So. Theoretically, let's say they are willing to either sign and trade Troy Brown Jr. Troy Brown Jr. is definitely a player I can see Pop possibly being interested in, but because he's not there, we don't know. But let's say let I'm gonna use Troy Brown Jr. for this example. Yeah. Let's say you sign you're signing trading Troy Brown Jr. with Kobe White to bring in Dougie McBuckets at his $13 million contract. That would mean that the Spurs would have to give Troy Brown Jr. a contract of at least $13 million. Because the uh, its base uh, compensation is what it's called. So when you're signing and trading a player that is is coming off a deal, you can only take back half of their base of their base salary. So since that base salary would uh, Dougie McBucket's contract is thirteen million dollars, we have seven million in Kobe White. We have to figure out that other six six and a half. Troy Brown Jr. would have to be signing a about a thirteen million dollar contract with the Spurs for that sign and trade to work out financially. That's the way that the cap works. Or it would have to be uh, Derrick Jones Jr. Or they would, or a possibility of even signing Derrick Jones Jr. for even more money than what Dougie McBuckets makes, but then you still only can take back half of that. So it's 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 interesting to to say the least. It does open some possibilities, considering that the players they have, how how much of a full rebuild they're going into, how much tanking do they plan on on doing? All those things are really going to determine that. But do not be surprised if not this offseason. By the trade deadline, we see a fire sell from the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, and that could be something to keep an eye on, right? Y'all know my love for Devin Vassell. I told y'all I think he's going to be a player in this league. He shot 50% in college. He, he very much also also a P-Will teammate, but uh, very much like you look at their numbers and you're like, oh, that doesn't mean as much. And then you go look at like the PERs and the advanced analytics on them. You're like, dude, this is one of the best players in college. He just only put up 10 points because of the system he was in. So I would mm -hmm. love to get a Devin Vassell in here, especially off of the bench. I would love to have a Jakob Podol in here, uh, especially off of the bench in that situation. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a lot of interesting thing, interesting moves the Bulls could make 
based off of that, now I'll ask you this. Does this take John Collins off the market? Do you think it makes more sense for Atlanta to hold on to John Collins? Or is John Collins still a trade piece? Because Atlanta might be saying, we got DeJounte Murray, we got Trey Young. We're going to try and re-up with better players, maybe go out there and get some of these young big men who are out here on the market. Maybe even an Aiton. I don't know what the cap situation is like. But mm -hmm. if they if they were going to pay Rudy Gobert, maybe a DeAndre Aiton's in the, uh, in the cards for him. So while you were talking, I just did some some heavy research, and it says that they are Atlanta Hawks are still very engaged in John Collins trade conversations. So what that could mean? A John Collins is not the best defensive player. If you have Dejounte Murray, Trey Young as your your starting backcourt, right? Whoever starts the shooting guard, whoever starts the point guard between the two doesn't matter. Somebody's getting cooked. Yeah, every single game. Yeah. And that person is Trey Young. Trey Young is getting it. Don't you can start Trey Young at center. He's getting cooked at every position. So it don't matter where you start him at, right? Yeah. But they may look to solidify that front line with a little bit more uh some lengthy defenders, somebody who can do help defense. I wouldn't be surprised if they do try to move John Collins now into somebody's with the majority into cap space and then maybe take a shot at like a Mo Bomber or something. It, it, it's a lot of different ways that that it could go right now. But I'm saying that um yeah, as of right now, everything's pointing to they're still very much shopping John Collins. So they may be looking to kind of not do, <laughs> to quote uh, Gar, Gar Foreman, not rebuild, but retool. They're actually retooling. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the fact that they're still actively shopping after losing Gallinari, it's going to be like whatever team the Hawks field this season is, you know, considering how far they made it the season before and then how this season kind of ended ended much worse than what they were expecting. They probably looked at it and said, listen, we need to do something here. And John Collins is not, uh, he's not on the court enough to where you can marry yourself to say, hey, no, we absolutely have to have John Collins on this team. So are the Bulls in play there, you think? That we've heard, we've heard that they, there's a lot of talk around the Bulls and John Collins for some reason, right? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, bro, y'all realize that's a hundred mil and then we got to give them <laughs> up. Like at this point, right? Is this that we're trying to get John Collins off the team and get something back? Or is this a no? We're trying see, to like thing. get a big are, ball. If they, if they, if they're just trying to get something back, I don't think Vooch does it unless they're just going to say, "Hey, no. defense, be damned. We're not playing a lick of defense." Shoot. But you, but you need to outscore us, right? They're going to go straight. They need to also bring in uh, Mike D'Antoni as their coach. If that's the case. <laughs> um, but with that being said, like I think at this point they are going to be looking for something that fits Dejounte Murray and Trey Young a little bit better. And if that's the case, I don't know if the Bulls have that. Right, if they're not giving up P. Will, seems like by everything they're not willing to give up P. Will. Yeah. That would be, I do think that they would, the Hawks now would absolutely love to have a player like P. Will out there with those two, but I don't see it happen. I just, I don't think that we're going to be able to, that John Collins is going to be for us, unless, like I said, the Hawks just say offense, offense, offense. We don't need no D. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, man. It's going to be an interesting dynamic. I am excited to, I, I'm going to tell you this right now. Yeah. It's the best time of year. <laughs> This Absolutely. is the best time of year, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Minus like minus like NBA playoffs, NFL playoffs, but like free agency is just like where your dreams can come true and every team has or they can be very much crushed. Like I'm sure some San Antonio fans real right now. But next up, we're going to get into some of the Bulls free agent news and things like that, them directly. But first, I got to talk to you guys about Boom shakalaka. We have big news. The one and only NBA Jam is back. Arcade went up the leader in at-home retro arcade games. It's not only bringing the best game ever back, but they've made it even bigger than with than before with a Shaq edition. People are obsessed with NBA Jam, and I'm thrilled to tell our listeners that you can once again play hoops with NBA legends in this arcade classic. Jump clear across the court, 
set the ball on fire in one of the first sports games to ever feature real digitized NBA licensed teams. No fouls, no free throws, no quarters required. Complete with friends and family through our all-new Wi-Fi leaderboards, making you more connected than ever before. Pre-order now from Arcade1Up.com. That's Arcade, the number one, up.com for an estimated early September ship date. Arcade1Up is the place for fun. They've got even more classics like Golden Tee, Mortal Kombat, and many others starting at $3.99. Check this out. They're giving away an NBA Jam Shack Edition to a locked-on listener. Enter for a chance to win a game console for your man cave at arcade1up.com slash locked on. That's arcade, the number one, up.com slash locked on. You've got until July 8th, which is right around the corner, people, to enter to win an NBA Jam Shack Edition console. Don't miss out. Enter today. Who are you going to play with? All right, Pat. We, got, look, we ain't even got time for that today. We got stuff to talk about. Look, free agency is being crazy right now. Um... So, in unexpected news, one of the things that I did not expect to hear is that Malcolm Hill got extended a two-way player option. I didn't even know that they had a specific player option for two-way players, but <laughs> they've, they've extended that to Malcolm Hill, making him a restricted free agent. What that means is that as long as nobody else tries to sign him away, he's going to be on this team. Justin Lewis and Malcolm Hill are going to be our two-way players, which still leaves three actual roster spots open. What do you think about Malcolm Hill and that deal? Um, good job. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't like he's he's a guy. I like how the NBA is going. I will say this. Right. And I like that AK is at the forefront of it, because I feel like if we still had guard packs in here, we would be at the very back of the line. Right. Like people get hurt. People get injured. Um, You want to keep some guys who are familiar with the system, understand what's going in, can be plugged in quickly if something happens. Right. Somebody catches COVID or something like that. Um, let's, so let's not have a lot of that this season. Again, let's please, please, please <laughs> let's not do that. Let's, let, I, anyway. Um, but you know, like that's a situation where you want to have that G league team have players that have been in the NBA and kind of understand what that game speed is. Doesn't mean that they're going to be the best player for you. Right. Malcolm Hill got in and what he do gave us a couple of nice games, gave us a couple of fun games, gave us some games where he got some big defensive stops and had to be out there in big moments. That's all I want from him. Back up to the backup to the backup point guard. Um, he's going to be on that two-way deal. He's probably going to start off his season uh, with this with the Windy City Bulls, I would more so expect, than with anybody else. But it's going to be a uh, – uh, uh, it's going to be good to, to see that we, we don't have to just rely on the guys that are on this team to understand what's going on. Yeah, I mean, you look at Malcolm Hill. He had some solid – contributions at different times for the Chicago Bulls right and as a two-way player is he a little bit on the older side absolutely like I, I thought that they were going to maybe keep that two that second two-way uh spot open uh to take a look at some of these guys on the summer league team because they do have some some players that people are pretty interested in but uh you know 26 years old in his second year how much can he really give you listen that's what that's what the G League and a two-way contract is for that's really yep. just what it yeah no, it's it's all about it's all about building out that that uh, uh, that G League team with players that you can move in, and and I like that AK is doing it right. Justin Lewis is going to be another guy that's going to be interesting to see what he's going to do on on both ends, right? He's an undrafted yeah. rookie, but I'd rather see you know the the G League being used as that actual development league, and so it's good to see him getting the two way contract because yeah, he played at Marquette. Uh, he might come in and be a world beater, but. He might not be adjusted to kind of what the speed is right away. He might even be lower than Dalen Terry 
on the adjustment there because he just didn't play teams that were as high of caliber. And so it, it I'm, I'm glad to see that we've got a, a owner and a, not an owner, but a, 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 a GM and a president of basketball operations that understands what the G League is supposed to be used for and is using it for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, that, that, that that's that's what to be said. Hopefully we're not so using it to develop Marco Simonovic because we need to see something out of him every time. It, he has to come up every single time, bro. Like it's, it's like what's going on with Marco? We don't talk about Marco, Marco. We don't talk about Marco. No, no. Ah, is that going to be what it is? Is that what we that's how we're going to get into the season if he start off the G League? We don't talk about Marco. Hey, I mean, that's what AK is taking the mindset of. When's the last time you heard AK talk about Marco Simonovic? He <laughs> talked. He talked. He talked about Justin Lewis. He talked about everybody. He talk, even talked about Tyler Cook at the presser. You know what though? Like, because who cares? Like, I hate to say it that <laughs> way, but people keep bringing up Marco. Like, yeah. Marco is Jovich. And I'm fine, and I'm fine with defending him and saying, listen, we might have this in Yo in Marco already. He might be a really nice player. He might be able to be a three-level scorer, all that, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, he's a second-round pick. If he don't work out, he a second-round pick. That when he spent time on an NBA court, spent a lot of time doing this. So, like... Leave that it man is alone. what it is for me. Leave that man alone, bro. Leave that man hey, alone. Man. Hey, man. Hey, I swear. I said this on the I said this on the David Leave that show. Man alone. I swear, <laughs> like you gotta you gotta lay up off Marco, bro. Hey, bro, there was a play Marco. where he inbounded the ball and like ran in and somebody stole it, and he was just looking up, like, please, God, no. <laughs> 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 Don't do it. Reconsider, reconsider. <laughs> oh so, man. So uh with that being said, like Tyler Cook. Is it all? Is it, is he all? But but for not for the Chicago Bulls, you think he's gone? I think that could spell the end for Tyler Cook, unfortunately, mm -hmm. um, because we don't want to become the Knicks, right? Like you don't want to have a team where it's four or five guys. But again, right? Like, would I be surprised if Tyler Cook ended up on a two way deal? No, because again, you're trying to build out that G League side. Hold Tyler. Tyler Cook's an older. He was an older young player as well, right? So, like, I could see the Bulls trying to put him on a two-way deal possibly and just, hey, go spend time in the G League. How's that work? How's that work for a roster spot? Like, a two-way deal only comes into, into effect if, if somebody gets hurt, right? It's the only time you can bring them if up. If they and, call him up. I yeah. Mean, yeah, yeah. So, he's not technically on the roster. I could see Tyler Cook on that. I don't know if there's a market for Tyler Cook. I don't know if there's a lot of guys, like, clamoring to get Tyler Cook into the building. Or a lot of teams that are like, no, he's a starter in this league. So, like, he'll probably take a two-way deal from the Bulls in a system he already knows. There you go. There you go. All right. Uh, before we get into the next segment, I do want to ask you this, brother. Let's do it. <clears throat> so, we know we, the Bulls were three roster spots open, right? We got three roster spots open. I got to ask you this. We got about a minute until we go into the next one. How much do you think the Bulls are going to re-sign Chandler Hutchinson for? Because we can't be a championship team without having Hutchinson. <laughs> hey, man. As uh, Chandler Hutchinson once said, man, one man's trash, another man's trash. Oh, I'm sorry. Is he in the NBA anymore? How's his life? How's he doing? Is he, I have uh, no idea. Uh, where, where, has anybody seen Hutch? Anybody is, seen is Hutch? Hutch? Man, I, you know what's crazy, too? <laughs> I wanted the Rock would see Hutch so bad. Oh, bro, but, I want, listen. I convinced myself, man. The best thing about Chandler Hutchinson is his hairline. That's it. Like, that's 
you know what it is though we realize what kind of player scotty pippen would be in today's nba and so anytime you see a player that's measurables look kind of like scotty when he was a rookie you'd be like oh maybe maybe we got modern day scotty like scotty would have been a dog into that he was a dog back then too but he would have been a dog in today's nba a point forward i don't know I, uh we'd be lying to ourselves don't we hey man before yeah. we get into this final segment man we got to tell you guys about sakara here's the thing feeling your best starts when you eat starts with what you eat is for me it starts when i eat sakara helps you live a healthy balanced lifestyle and truly enjoy it with delicious plant-rich transformational nutritions that build a foundation for living in your best body sakara's wellness sakara is a wellness company anchored in food as medicine on a mission to nourish your body through the power of plants. Their nutritional designed uh, uh, chef crafted breakfasts, lunches and dinners are made with powerful plant rich ingredients, helping boost your energy, support your digestion, curb your sugar cravings and get your skin glowing. Plus it's all delivered right to your door and ready to eat. So here's what we need you to do because Sakara right now is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash locked on 20 or enter the code locked on 20 at checkout. That's Sakara S A K A R A.com forward slash locked on 20 to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com forward slash locked on 20. Boom. Now, last segment of the day, we're going to go somewhat to the comments. But before, because you're getting a lot of ridiculous comments, people talking about Zach Levine, it, 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 he needs to leave, why the Bulls, all that craziness. We, we're, we're over it. Zach Levine's re-signing. I can't wait till he signs the max. I'm literally going to dance on here. Uh, but with that being said, who are some fool's gold free agents that you would like to see the Bulls kind of stay away from? And then we'll talk about some other news from around the NBA. So just real quick on who, who what are some free agents you'd like to see the Bulls stay away from? Some free agents I would like to see the Bulls stay away from. Um, that's interesting because there's so many young guys. Have we seen a lot of fool's gold out here? Oh, I, I mean, it's not necessarily just young. I'll, I'll say mine first. Maybe it'll help you while Go you get ahead. some time. Go ahead. Mine is, my, a lot of Bulls fans you hear talking about TJ Warren. Stay away from TJ. Okay. Yes. And the reason why I say that is like not when he was when he was playing last, he was good. But TJ Warren has been out of basketball for two years now. When's the last time because of injury? Right. It'd be different if he was out because of a contract dispute, something like that. When's the last time a player because of injury has missed that much time and in their first year back has done anything significant? Let some other team be the experimental team with TJ Warren. I don't want to be that. So. TJ Warren is a player I definitely would want to see, and I know a lot of Bulls fans do like him because theoretically what he brings is a lot of good good things and good qualities. But I'm not yeah. willing to bet on his health considering two years out of basketball. Yeah, he was he was, he was was bubble MJ, but th- we're two years away from that. That don't matter no more. What do you think? Um, I think for me, I guess if you were going to go for – If you were gonna go for, I don't. I haven't heard anybody attached to the Bulls, out and the big man market. Right, I was trying to think. I think Mitchell Robinson would be a biggest question mark, but I'm okay mm-hmm. with him just because he's limited. Um, but I mean, outside of that, DeAndre Ayton because of cost. James Harden opted out today, but I think he's going back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, like there's. I I don't think that I've actually heard a lot of free agents that I feel like the Bulls 
have been in on that. I mean, John Collins, I guess, is my biggest question mark. But he's a trade. He's not he's a free a trade, agent. Not a free agent. Yeah. He's a trade, not a free agent. So I don't even really think I have one, my boy. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I think I think there's enough good, especially at the big man position, right? When you think about it, and I just dropped the video, three big men the bull should bring in, right? A lot of these guys on the market right now are 24 years old. Yeah. We, They've uh, given Claxton, you good production off of the bench. Claxton, <laughs> Jalen Smith, uh, Hardenstein, um, they're, what, they're Mo Bamba. Like, these are all very young that have shown at least enough that you can build off of. I covered them on my video over on Chicago Bulls Central. There are a lot of good quality young bigs out there. Now, think, some of the older bigs. You actually another, got the one. <laughs> another, another fool's goal to me. Because of the money that he would command specifically, not necessarily because he's washed or anything. We hear about Brooke Lopez. No, I don't want Brooke Lopez on the Bulls. I don't think Brooks even leaving. I, yeah, I, I don't think, think but I, I think I think that's the thing, right? Like when I think about a lot of these names that have been brought up, where of course, you know, anytime a name is brought up, immediately yeah. mugs run to Twitter and say, Bulls, get them, Bulls, get them, Bulls, get them. it's the same with every sport. I think it's the same with every team as well. I don't yeah. think we're the special ones on that. But there's some free agents that people have talked about going to get, and it's just not a realistic opportunity. Brooke Lopez to me isn't realistic. Bobby Portis opted out. You know why? So he can get paid better. Yeah. He's he's going back to to, to Milwaukee. Like and, and Blake Griffin as well. Stay away from Blake Griffin. You know what? That might be the one, and that's from today. That yeah. might be the one for me, but I'm kind of on the other side of it, depending on how much you can pay him. The thing that I'll say about Blake Griffin is Blake Griffin gave good production when they put him on the floor in those limited minutes, but Brooklyn didn't realize to do it until the last game of the playoffs where they were like, please, anybody help us. <laughs> so yeah. I think Blake off of the bench wouldn't be terrible, but I also think the name Blake Griffin might come with a much higher price yeah. than I'm willing yeah. to pay for Blake Griffin. Yeah. Like, if, yeah, Blake for Blake for Tony, Tony Bradley money. I'm taking Blake for Tony Bradley. Man. Oh, for sure. For sure. You know I mean? Maybe a little above that. Tony got two. I'm, I'll give Blake 3.5. Yeah, it's a little rich. It's a little rich for my blood. <laughs> a little rich for my blood. He jumped right, up with a long time ago. <laughs> Let's get into some of these comments before we go. This I got to start off with this one because this is just foolish. First of all, Jamil, your mom couldn't even find an A to name you Jamal. But first of all, Zach is going. I'm, I'm not on Chicago Bulls Central. Let me Chicago Bulls Central, bro. You got to relax, brother. <laughs> Zach is going to the Dallas Mavericks where he can have. Listen, first off, I need you to check the salary cap on that. Dallas can no longer after that trade. They can they can't pursue Zach. It's not going to happen. So no, it's that's just not going to happen, bro. You got anything to add on this one, man? Um, we've got a. This is the NBA Central. The NBA Central on Twitter is pretty good. Yeah, they, they hit or miss. They're they hit, hit or miss. miss. They, they hit, hit or miss. miss. I just got this one on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> rival executives believe Lakers could be targeting Kobe White. Is there anybody? Let him have him. Let him. I will drive him. I will drive him. I don't even. I'm not. Oh, my dad's in Cali. He lives in Cali. I have my dad drive him to to the state. Well, crypto. I'm not calling it the crypto.com or I'll have him drop him to Staples. Is uh is is Kobe White a what what are we getting back for that? I don't care. Let him I go care. over there. <laughs> I care. Let him go over uh, there. <laughs> I'm trying to think what we we going to get mellow? Like what are we going to get? You know what? <laughs> you know what? You go you want you know mellow? What? You want mellow? I, I'm not hate. I'm not hating it. I'm not hating it. <laughs> hey, I think we missed our chance with mellow. I think, I think, I think <laughs> yeah, by about eight years. 
Yeah, <laughs> that hour and a half when Mello was a Chicago Bull, I think that we missed our chance on that one. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Oh, All right, let's man, see what else we tough. got. Yeah, that's that's any any uh, any other good comments in there that you see, man? Let's we see. Gotta, let's see what else we, we got. got a good, we got a couple man. minutes left, man. Yeah, I'm trying to catch up. See, I'm trying to find a good one, man. Y'all y'all been uh, tripping in here today. That's hey, all Brent, I can say. Brandon, Brandon said, hey, Pat, I'm two hours south of L.A. I'll drive Kobe to L.A. myself. Um, I don't I don't see I don't see nothing. Y'all tripping in here. Y'all got MLE deals that just don't work according to like. Hey, bro, I'm like, cracking up. Samuel Martin, trade white for Bamba, MLE for Boucher and run it back. You can't trade white for Bamba because now white is, an un, I mean, uh, Bamba's an unrestricted, unrestricted free agent. Free you agent. can't. Uh, Jonathan Washington Jr. asked, do you think Kyle Kuzma is a guy that could be had in trade? He could. I think he possibly could have had a great season last year. But again, much like with what we talked about, Dougie McBuckets, Kuzma is, I think, $13 million a year as well. It would take a lot to bring him in here. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, Joshua Simmons uh, says Moses Brown. I'm still in on Moses Brown. I'm still in, but Moses, you still, I, I don't think you can sign Moses and say, hey, we've solidified our front court. I think you still have to make a considerable signing because I don't think Moses Brown is going to command a lot of money in free agency. I think you still have to bring in a marquee, a Mo Bomber, or somebody else, uh, a Hartenstein, bring in Moses Brown, and then maybe, just maybe, uh, you, you have your front line kind of figured out at that point. But I don't, I don't think you can just rest it on Moses Brown. I don't think My so. My question with Moses Brown is what are we seeing – and I, I I see people around the league that like Moses Brown. Like, what are we seeing that, like, teams don't? Moses is one of those players that is always going to be – people are always going to say, if he could just put it together, if he could just put – because he has a little bit of everything, right? But he needs to find his one thing in the NBA. And I think as young as he is, people are going to still bet on that for the next few years until people realize, like, hey, he may he may just not have it. I, I, I'll agree with that because that's how I felt about Taco Falls. I hate seeing Taco shoot. I hate seeing Taco shoot. I'm like, boy, if you don't go play like Rudy Gobert, that's worth $200 million a day. <laughs> not as strong. Listen, uh, uh, Taco Fall trying to play like Rudy Gobert. I'm telling you, his ankle is going to be up by his ear. And then it's not it's not going to happen. He don't even be hurt no more because he don't get on the court. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to be. It's hard to be hurt when you can't even make it on the court. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, hey, you remember that time? Uh, run it back. More PTSD. You remember that time, Derrick Rose? Uh, cut his arm in the because he was cutting apples in the bed and he missed yeah, a couple of games for it. You remember I that? I do remember that. <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> right. his rookie year too, hey, bro. The Bulls had so many weird injuries like that. <laughs> Car- Carlos Boozer tripped over his luggage. Oh, um, I remember that. Hey, yeah. Hey, as soon as that report came out, I was like, "What was your luggage name?" We <laughs> 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 you know what you was on, Booze. Relax there, brother. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, he might have gotten in a fight with his barber for putting that uh yeah, that, that shoe polish over, in his You head. tripped yeah. over that hair paint. That's what that was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, man. Before we leave, Bobby Portis officially opted out of this contract, unrestricted free agent. What what percentage chances are you getting that the Bulls can bring back Bobby Portis? Zero. Okay, that's what I like to hear as well. Zero. I uh, Bobby Portis. I I, I love Bobby. Um, I will say this. I think Bobby's holding more of a grudge. I don't even know if it's a grudge, but I think Bobby's kind of, you know, he's a competitive dude. He's holding that against the organization on how they sent him out of there when he legitimately had became the leader of that team. Um, and he's like, nah, like Bobby probably would play anywhere besides Chicago. It, it'll be like mm. he gets traded back here in some roundabout deal. For us to get Bobby Portis back here, I don't think he'd ever willingly just sign here. 
That's fair. Uh, Darius Wiggins with a hell of a comparison. Moses reminds me of Jalil Okafor. I, type of situation, I don't even know because I feel like people gave up on Jalil early. I, I do like, too. I it was like too. it was like his rookie year and halfway through his sophomore year, and people were like, "Oh yeah, the rookie of the year, eight, what are you, eighteen and eight is rookie year? We don't want that. We don't even care about that. That's Bro, not nothing." I a hundred percent agree with that. I've said multiple times that's a name that I would like to see the Bulls bring home. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know about at this point because I think there's better big men out there, but he was always somebody that I would would have loved to see the Bulls bring home because I thought Jaleel Okafor was somebody that could play. <laughs> now he couldn't play a lick of defense. Like I think I think that's where Jaleel gets hurt. It's like, bro, you can't be a center and not play a lick of defense, right? Like at least Vooch averaged a block a game out here. Hey, right? <laughs> hey Jaleel didn't even try it. He looked as like, hey, you want me to jump? You want me to? You hey, what, what are you bro. asking me to do? You bro. want me to jump? Come hey, on, Jaleel was funny, bro. Jaleel, Jaleel used to be playing that that uh, Michael Porter Jr. defense at times, bro. Not all the time. Michael Porter's <laughs> worse, but still. Uh, let's get up out of here, man. man this has been a fun episode. Here, we got over 200 in this mug, man. Over 200 in the live. Look at over that, Over 200 in the live, man. Yeah, I'm saying. I ain't mad at 208. Y'all ain't hit the uh, like button, though. We got 46 exactly. likes on this mug. It's disrespectful. But, hey, that's cool, man. <laughs> follow us on everything at Locked On Bulls. Also, you can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Appreciate uh, the 46 of y'all to show love. <laughs> you can follow me at CEO Hayes at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. -E. Thank you for tuning in to Locked on Bulls and making us your first listen every day. Now for your second listen, go and check out Locked on NBA, where the Locked on analysts break down all the news and rumors in the NBA in just 30 minutes. Make sure you follow them and check them out. They're available wherever you get your podcast. Before Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This is Locked on Bulls. We had a fun episode this week, but we out. We will see you lovely and beautiful people tomorrow. Peace, y'all.